0: Wowzy, wow wow. I am so super excited to have this guest on today to share her knowledge of the industry with you, to inform you about different aspects of the business. Stacy Slotkin owned and operated BSA for 25 years, and she has now merged her company with AKA, which is pretty amazing. Having worked as a successful actress for many years prior, she felt she could bring a unique understanding to help her represent other actors through their careers. She began her company as a manager and then transitioned BSA into an agency. The most important thing for her has always been the integrity of the work and helping actors to be the best they can be. Obviously, we get along about that because that's how I feel, same as Stacy. Alongside managing her clients with AKA, Stacy continues to help and guide actors on her Instagram page and her No BS Tuesday on Clubhouse Room, where she answers actors' questions each week from 5 to 6 PST time. And she still continues to manage her clients with AKA and still head. Uh, the actors uh, who are on ongoing projects. So, without further ado, let's get into it with Stacy. <laughs> Hi, guys. Okay, you just heard me introduce the wonderful Stacy swatkin Welcome. I'm so happy you're here, fellow curly hair person who has fabulous energy. And, you know, as people know about me, I'm all about positive energy and eating healthy and sleeping well and staying in a positive mindset and taking care of yourself and giving to others. And I want to hear all about your philosophy. And Stacey, as most of you probably know, has been an agent for over 25 years. Tell us your story and I will infuse some questions to help enhance the actors and artists out there who are listening and want information. That is why I do this.
1: Oh my
2: Lord. Okay. (laughs) So I feel like a lot of people know who I am, but I I know a lot of people don't. Um, I started as an actor. Yes. I first moved here in 1993. And I swept the floor of a theater company. I uh, interned for Mark Tillman, a casting director back in the day when I, once i got an agent i i asked if i could work for her so i could see what was happening i was a reader for casting directors i i helped run the rooms for casting directors cuz i was so interested in all aspects of the business mm. and i was part of a really amazing theater company pacific resident theater in venice oh, okay and um i was surrounded by so many actors who either couldn't get an agent or had an agent but couldn't get out and um my agent didn't really get me out but I I sort of had seen how everything worked Mm. and so I just grassroots started a management company
0: oh my god that's amazing (laughs) and now let me ask you so when you started were you an actor still did you still were you your own manager
2: yes yes (laughs) Yes. That's why the company is named Beth Stein and Associates, because Stacey Saladkin couldn't run the company because casting directors knew me.
0: Right? Oh, that's amazing.
2: So, um, yeah. So I was a manager for quite a while. It was sort of like, you know, just this grassroots people from my theater company. And, you know, a lot of people back in the day did that, Yeah. Um, As actors, but I did it really well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it just grew. And then all of a sudden I got offered, I had a partner at the time we were called R and B entertainment. And, uh, this producer gave us this huge office on Melrose for like nothing. And we kept growing and growing, but I was doing all the work and my partner was just coming in and she was more interested in in being an actor and I have a business brain. So, so, I mean, right from the jump, people were calling and saying, Beth, blah, blah, blah. And I started booking people right away. That's amazing. I learned how to negotiate. I learned everything on the job, on the fly. I had um, wonderful mentors from larger agencies and they just helped me.
0: And how did it feel transitioning from being an actor, the actor heart and soul, the actor to the head and analytical of, you know, doing business?
2: Well, I'm a Gemini, so I do both all the time. Ask my husband. Like, I'm an artist, and then I was also running Beth Stein and Associates. So it was not a big deal. It was not a big deal. No, I can go back and forth quite easily. I mean, literally, like, I remember going to an audition and then having to talk about myself on the phone when I got back from the audition. Like That's I had, crazy. I had, I remember a casting director called once to the office and they were like, I'm looking at Stacy's Saladkin's headshot. Is she pretty? Like, <laughs> and, I had to, and then I had to talk about myself. Right? And you said,
0: oh, she's beautiful.
2: I didn't, I said, you know, well, it just depends. Like she's not Hollywood beautiful, but you know, in the Midwest, she's beautiful. You oh know, what?
1: So I, I had to talk
2: about myself like I would like an agent, you know? So I have stories like that. I mean, I have so many, but anyway, um, over the years, I really got better and better at what I was doing. I feel like I started as a manager. So I, and having been an actor, I ran my company the way I would want an agency run the way I would want an agent running it for me. Yes. And so I really cared about the actors. It was important for me for actors to have a safe space where they didn't feel like they had to book all the time. Mm. They could just do really good work mm. and that was really the goal. And then the goal was always to, you know, become
0: wonderful. Right. Yeah, but, but what you're saying is that you, so you didn't want your actors to feel pressure like, Okay, they've been with you for six months, they haven't booked, they're getting less callbacks or a lot of callbacks, but they're not closing the deal right. to keep their confidence. Up. Right. And that what that generates work in the long run.
2: Yeah, I think so. I felt a little bit like Robin Hood in the beginning. You know? Nice. And then um and then as we grew, the business grew and I remember, you know. The energy of the business sort of took over, and that's when I start. I stopped acting as much, mm-hmm. and then it just got to a point. I remember a casting director calling, and and most people didn't know that I was Beth, but some of them did. Yeah. And I remember a casting director calling when I, I I I had to cancel myself. It was too busy. Yeah. And I remember them calling and saying, Stacy, why aren't you coming to your, you know, I'm like Beth Stein and Associates, Stacey, why aren't you coming to your audition? And I'm like, do you,
1: how do you know it's me? <laughs> They're
2: like, just why are you not coming? I'm like, cause I can't drive all the way out to La Brea. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and then back to Venice, my office was in Venice. I was like, I just can't, I can't do it. And it was just obvious that I was really good at what I did and I, it just kind of took over. So yeah, but it's
0: so rewarding. <laughs> Because it's still, it's just so rewarding. I was an actor too, for many, many years. It's just so rewarding when you find your true purpose, you know, and it's just incredible. And what you just said, I want the actors out there to hear this. You said you had to drive and you had to go. And remember, we had to pick up material in the middle of the night. And there was no, you know, there was scripts when you booked a job delivered at 4 a.m. at your door. So when actors complain right now about self-tapes, I just want to scream. (laughs) Because how lucky are they?
2: I always say, I feel like the old lady who's like... I used to have to walk to school in the yeah. snow. You know, you guys have it so good and I'm like they don't actors these days don't even understand and It is a gift. It is yeah.
0: such a gift beyond. It yeah. is ridiculous and yeah. the gratefulness should be flying high and and I saw something you had posted on Instagram about being grateful for your auditions or or just saying yes. That's basically what I agree with yeah. saying Yes. Why wouldn't you just, this is why you're an actor. You're an actor. You want to procure work. You want to, you know, have opportunities. And when you get opportunities, even if you're wrong for the role, do the audition because it's your exploration of the life of the character.
2: Yeah. But you see, I think that um, actors tend to self-sabotage because of an insecurity they have. Mm. So a lot of times when the ego gets involved, if they dig deeper, it's because they're either afraid of success or they're self-sabotaging their success for some reason. They don't think they deserve it. Mm. There's all sorts of reasons, even if they're saying, well, I'm just not right for that role, or yeah. that role's too small for me. If you dig beneath the surface, there's always something else going on. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that I got really good at, and I was a psych major in college, uh, aside from being a theater major, and I really feel like being an agent, half of it, more than half of it is psychology. You know, mm-hmm. also negotiating deals, They have more than half of it
0: is psychology, for sure. What What would your take be when you had clients who were doing that? Did you psychoanalyze them or talk to them about it and say, look, let's, let's go deeper and just go? Did you talk them out of it or what, how did you deal with that?
2: Well, first of all, I can usually smell that in the room when I meet with someone. So I don't work with people like that. Like if Mm -hmm. somebody came into me and they had had a lot of success earlier in their career and Mm -hmm. things weren't quite working and they came in and they had a chip on their shoulder, I would say, I see the chip on your shoulder, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and it doesn't matter who you go to right now, because you have Mm -hmm. to get rid of the chip on your shoulder before anyone can get things flowing for you. And what's your advice? How do they get
0: that chip off their shoulder?
2: Well, it's different for everyone. You know, some people just have to let go. And the people who have a chip on their shoulder, for some reason, they feel like the universe somehow owes them something Mm -hmm. or the business somehow owes them something. And that energy will never get you work ever. I agree. It stops the work, right? Because Mm -hmm. people want to hang out with people who uh, are easy, you know, and they want to have a beer with, you know, a a proverbial beer, right? And nobody wants to have a beer with someone who's complaining.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But so yeah.
2: I always say when people start to get in the negative, I say, maybe you need a break. Maybe you need mm-hmm. to go on vacation. Yeah. You need to take a break so that you can come back refreshed and excited about what you're doing. Because yeah. if you're not having fun, then you're then you're not doing it right. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like, this is your art. And then you're getting paid to do your art. Like, how beautiful is that? it's
0: so beautiful and it's just and you know and having the opportunity to audition is the exploration should be fun it should just be fun and i have a question for you because some you know when you're building your resume now my opinion is work begets work you can do a guest star and you get a smaller role i say yes to all of it that's my opinion but that's only my opinion i'm curious to yours as an agent building a resume do, do you feel like once you jump into the guest stars you should not go backwards
2: it just depends. So it always depends on the actor, who the yeah. actor is. Yeah. If the actor is on a trajectory up, yeah. then you have to start saying no so that you can yeah. keep building, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I wouldn't say that for everyone. So every answer has to adjust for the actor, right? In general, I say a, a job has to have three things. It either has to pay you really well, or it has to have people that are in the project that you're dying to work with, mm-hmm. or it has to uh it has to be a part that you just are dying to play and I think it should have two of those things it doesn't have to have all three but it should have two Mm -hmm. so if it's going to pay you really well and it's a part you like great if it's the people you really like and it's a part you really like but it's not paying so much still take it right so I think that if you are already doing guest stars and you get your agent sends you a very small co-star I legitimately think you can say no. Mm. It depends, like, could anybody do that role? Or is it a role that you're like, yeah, I, I'm i gonna feel good walking on set. So whenever yeah. my actor was deciding, I would say, are you gonna feel happy walking mm-hmm. on set? Because I never want one of my actors feeling like, God, I can't believe I had to take this job. Oh my God, why am I-, I You know what, that is
0: great advice. I agree 100%, yeah. because yeah. you do gotta keep that happiness factor. Even though me in my mind, it's like eh, One line is the beginning, middle, and end the life of a character. Three lines is the same thing. You're still doing that character work. So to me, you know. But I know a lot of actors feel like they're lowering themselves to do a smaller part. Listen, and I don't. You
2: know. Listen, I can tell you stories where Maisie Clampus, one of my one of my clients. Uh, went on to Good Trouble with a couple of lines and now she's on it three years and she's now recurring guest star and she's in like the bulk of the scenes. So yeah. it happens that way. Sometimes yeah. you go in for a three-liner and then the casting director immediately can tell, oh, this person's so beyond that. And they'll say, can you read the guest star, right? Yeah. And then they book the guest star. Yeah. So I have stories for every single situation. And so it really is, if you're a good, I believe, if you are a good representative, a good manager, a good agent, Mm -hmm. you can assess a situation, each audition as a different situation. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes when my clients would be choosy about their auditions, if it was a casting director that they had never met, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: I would say, can you do this as a general? Mm. I don't like this role. But it was a real, you know, it's it's the lead in a film, right? But I don't like the role. I don't want to do it. Can you go in and just connect with the casting director? Mm. Can you just go and show your work to someone? No yeah. one is offering you the yeah. fucking job. Yeah. <laughs> this drives me nuts. Actors yeah. get a script and then they decide whether they want to do the role or not. I'm like, yeah. nobody's offering you the role. Yeah. No. They're one. asking you to audition. Right. Yeah. Like, so instead of deciding already 5 months down the road when they decide on who they're going to pick why right. don't you just meet the casting director cuz it's all about connections yes that's what the yes. whole industry is about yes so look i can i can i can make a case for either one based on who i'm talking about my client amano akohi i wouldn't let her go in for a small role cuz she was a series regular for the yes. last two years so right. you know some people yes, some people no. It's all different. And I find that actors want the golden answer. They want they want like hardened fact like ideas of what's gonna get them to the top. And what mm-hmm. you have to say is it the path is different for everyone. Right. There are so many different ways to get to the same place. And mm-hmm. and there is no one way mm-hmm. in life or in acting. Mm-hmm.
0: Agree a hundred percent. But it is about the work and you always about the work always, always about telling that story and always about finding your own isms and what, what makes you, you and you special. And you know, we're being in a serious conversation, but we're really wacky women. We have great personalities.
2: I know, but when it comes down to it, it's about the work. Mm -hmm. And, and I always say that actors, one of the biggest questions that actors always ask me is what stands out in a submission? What, how do I make myself stand out?
1: Yeah.
2: It's not about standing out. It's about the work. That's what's going to make you stand out. It's about going in,
0: going in. Yeah.
2: Going in. I'm like, oh, that's good. Because I'm just, I'm always like, no, it ha- it's always about the work. You always, always. think about the work because it's not about a catchy log line in your no. subject. If I
0: look and at the work. And it's not about your slate. <laughs>
2: no, no. If I look at the work and the work is good. There we go, right? Yeah, because your
0: your opening moment has to be deep. The way you enter or turn in your thought, your behavior, your that beat before is gonna grab your audience into the world. And if that is the key to having them watch the rest of the tape. Because if you are layered in that first moment in any of the genres, in yeah. comedy, in multicam, in, in single cam, in dramas, in procedurals, that is what's gonna hook.
2: I am that- notorious for having my actors retape. Yeah. I and and I remember uh two jobs uh that I made my actor retape multiple times and they ended up getting series regular another job because we I said, No, you're out. I can te- always tell when an actor is out, they're not present.
0: Well you can tell because you were an actor. You were right. trained as an artist, so you know. Right. Right. Sometimes managers and agents out there don't know, they, they can feel something, but they don't know exactly what it is. So yeah. people that are with you are actually very lucky because you have that extra sense, you know? Yeah.
2: yeah. I would always say, mm, no, or if they go too big or, or if they're treating the audience like we're not smart, mm. you know, a lot of actors put juice on it because they think they have to show something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm always like, why are you? Are, do you think I'm dumb? Like I'm not dumb. I yeah. let, make me work
1: for it a little bit. Yeah. You know? Like, you yeah. know.
0: How do you feel about when actors? Um, so it's so interesting because because it's such a you know subjective business because one yeah. person can do a tape that's kind of a little bit larger. Me particular, I like under, but then yeah. I work with people on their representation is like, this is too under, we gotta go more. And I'm like, eh, okay, whatever you want. You're, yeah. you know what I mean? But I have started having all people come to the studio, whether it's with me or my my staff to, to coach and tape is to send in two tapes, one yeah. smaller version and one larger and label yes. it because yeah. you can't get the adjustment. Yeah. So give them the adjustment.
2: That. Yeah, I think it's a really smart idea um, and what I usually say is do one take for you yeah, and then do one fuck it take. And that's my yeah. take. And
1: yeah. the fuck
2: it take, I want you to drop all your work. And yeah. I want you to just have the conversation. I want you to feel like you're not acting enough, yeah, like not enough. That's the take I always like. Thank but like, you. yeah, but now I'm merged with AKA, you know, yes. tell us about
0: this. Tell us about this yeah. merger. So you were best dying for so long. Yes, yes, and- yes. And this is exciting.
2: It's very exciting. So I merged my company with AKA. And so now basically I just manage my company, my, my clients within AKA. So I'm not really doing the day-to-day anymore. Oh um, so yeah. They have there's three commercial agents. There's two theatrical adult agents. And then there's two com- uh, theatrical kid agents. And I'm just making sure all my people are happy. I'm still I still have a couple of um people who are on shows and I manage that and them and then uh there's still some renegotiations and I'm involved in the negotiations, which is my favorite part anyway. Um oh I love doing that. It's so um I love getting actors money. Like even back in the day, like I knew that even just getting my actor's day rate up like 200 bucks, like agents don't care because that's only $20 to the agent. Yeah. But to yeah. me,
1: it was a win because I knew
2: what $200, that was Trader Joe's to somebody. You yes, know? yes. That's Back so in scary. the day, that was half your rent. Yes. So it was always fun for me. How, how much more can I get my actor? Um, but what were we talking about?
0: You were talking with the merge, the merge. So, oh, so oh, you, the are, merge.
2: You, are you taking more clients now? Wait, I'm it, not. I'm not. but, like, today, I just pitched someone over to Greg. I helped another actor uh, that I know get uh, an agent and a manager. Oh. so i'm 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 help. I'm a helper now. oh i'm I'm a light shiner. I'm a helper. And I still have my clients, but um, I'm more managing them within aka.
0: oh, interesting.
2: The interesting thing is, is that um, one of my, one of my clients sent in their tape the other day and I liked one take and Greg liked
0: the other. This is what I'm saying. Subjective. Yes. Go ahead.
2: So we put both and he liked the one that had a little more zhuzh. Yes. And so did my actor. And I liked... The smaller ones so they I, small. know. <laughs> I always
0: like the more under one too I the nuances too. underneath the subtleties that you're like what's going on that you're not quite sure yeah. it keeps me hooked yeah but you know what it's all relative so there's no right or wrong that's why people should just go for it a hundred percent
2: right right 100%. I, I believe that i believe that i i you know i just think that there's something about this new uh since the pandemic You know, a lot of people uh, have sort of come out of the woodwork and they feel like because of self-tape that you can be an actor from anywhere and that, you know, everybody who ever wanted to be on TV now is trying to be an actor. And I think the one step that a lot of them are missing is it's sort of like a fast food type of thing. And they don't understand that this is this is a lifelong art that you're doing that should come from your soul, right? And it's something that you practice on a daily basis, being an actor. And it's not just about, oh, I want to do five lines on NCIS. It's not, it isn't that. And so that's the part that sort of, you know, breaks my heart a little bit is that I feel like people don't fully understand what it is. I think,
0: and I agree with you because a lot of people are not theater-based trained anymore. And that is where it's rooted in the best artistry. And I say that loudly. I tell my students that all the time. You have to have the basis of that to really understand the depth of every role, the possibilities and the breath and and breathing through your abdomen. And a lot of actors that, you know, have found their way from YouTube, they speak, you know, right here and they're good for 10 10 seconds. And that's not negative. It's just really, really true. And it's hard as a coach when you know you're working with all these people who don't train and they have opportunities because of that platform but I'm going to say it loud and proud that if you're not training on a constant basis it's not going to happen and it might oh. happen for one thing but it's not not going to parlay itself because it is an art it and, is an art and I like you are overly passionate about it and 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 the nitty-gritty of all the juicy stuff underneath those words and making your own. I mean, I don't act anymore, but I was, so I have that obsession. So everything for me, when an actor books a job or we do great work in class, it's just, ah, it's so invigorating. And I've been doing this for a long time and I'm still- I know, me too,
2: me too. I've been on stage since I was like seven years old. So like- I'm obsessed with theater I'm obsessed with really really good talented actors and I'm obsessed with people who want to be better all the time you know yes. I did a I did a movie of the week with Doris Roberts and she was re- she was in her chair and she was reading a play mm. and she was in her 80s it was and, Amazing. and and she was putting up scenes at at you know, the, whatever the the actors, whatever actors studio. Actors studio, yeah, at the actors studio, she was putting up scenes in her seventies and eighties.
0: Amazing! It's true, 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 true actor.
2: Yeah, and I really feel like you know, the odds are so stacked against you in our business, mm-hmm. and if you really look at the at the percentages, it's really like five or ten percent of people make their health insurance right. And most of those people are the people that we're talking about, which are lifelong artists who invest in their career. If you really go through the people who are that top 5 to yeah. 10%, who are making yeah. at least thirty to $50,000 a year, which is not a lot, by the way, in LA. Yeah. That's right. And it's not easy to make that. Right. You
0: know? That's why and you have to love it. You have, you to, love have it.
2: to love it. It has to come from your soul. But, and that is what's going to carry you through is the love of it. A hundred
0: percent. But what, And also by the love of that, and because there's not necessarily a lot of money to be made as actors all the time, or maybe never, or maybe a lot. I mean, I have some famous people that make a shit ton of money but it doesn't happen for a lot of people but there's other great jobs that actors can have to sustain and give them financial freedom to live their best self their best life and explore and travel and 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 learn more about the world which makes them better actors
2: yeah yeah i mean look there is a lot of money to be made in commercials and tv shows you know a lot i i mean i nobody You know, I'm not a big agency. A lot of people would be like, Beth Stein, who, you know? I know there is a lot
0: of money to be made, but there's also a lot of people don't make a lot of money. So I'm saying for the people that don't, and it doesn't even mean that they're not as talented as the people that are. They actually could be more talented. So that's the craziness of this business to find, you know, things that you feel creative in the outside for other jobs in sales, especially you could be making a fortune. There's so many great things you can do. Yeah. That's my opinion.
2: Well, I just feel like, you know, a lot of people are like, well, I I can't, I can't go to auditions because of, you know, because of my job. And I'm like, well, one of the requirements of being an actor is to find an actor job like that 100%. you have to have a job that is flexible that allows you to a feel like you're not desperate when you walk in the room. Yeah. they can smell that, right. You need to have a base where you feel comfortable and you're not putting that pressure on your art, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then also you need to not be stressing because your boss is gonna fire you. yeah you
0: know?
2: It's like you have to set yourself up for success in this mm-hmm.
0: movie. That's right. A hundred percent. I agree. Yeah. A million, trillion percent. Yeah. Yeah. So you, so AKA you merged, but you've been doing a lot of, you've been spending a lot of time and giving all this feedback to actors on Instagram now. So what is this transition? You're loving it.
2: Yeah. So basically once the, once COVID hit, Mm-hmm. Um, We were all like agents, all of us got, uh, I I became much better friends with agents and managers. We used to not really like talk. We would be friends with casting directors, but Mm. not really the agents. And all the competition fell away Mm. because we all sort of came together as a family to try Mm. and figure out how to put our business back together. And it was such a beautiful thing. And one of the things that happened was casting stopped, right? Mm -hmm. Basically in the beginning. And so I was like, what can I do to help? That's always what I think, what can I do to help? And so I started going online and giving, uh, I started going over actors packages, even ones that weren't with me and watching their reels and giving them suggestions. Uh, that's so wonderful! It's
0: just so wonderful.
2: I love doing that. It's part yeah. like when when I became an agent, you that part sort of falls off because that's mm-hmm. more managerial. Yeah. Um, so it was really fun to kind of get to know the actors and answer as many questions as I can. I've been doing this for so long, and I have so much knowledge in my yeah. brain. And so I was like, well, if I can demystify the business, let's do it.
0: Yeah.
2: And then it just turned into this whole thing. Yeah, and I love it. I I just started on TikTok, which I know nothing about. Yeah, um, me too. Oh my god! But um, but I love Instagram, and I do I do a one hour free Q and A on Clubhouse once a week.
0: Oh well, when is that? Is it a set day that you do it's
2: it? Called No Bullshit Tuesday on Clubhouse, and I answer as many questions as I can in one hour. And different, I've had directors on with me, I've had casting directors, different agents, managers, they come on and they help me answer. But it's a very small panel and we just like this. It's like- Yeah, but that's the best. So much yeah.
0: information in an hour. Yeah.
2: It's no bullshit, right? Uh, which is also BS, right? Right, oh, fine. Right, you know, right, and, right. Um, and then on Wednesday, for anybody who was scared to ask a question, I put a question box and then, all day Wednesday, I'm just answering questions of
0: actors. That is so giving. I that love is it. so incredible. I love doing it. I so love let, it. So let's give some advice right now to the people that are just starting, that are yeah. listening, that are eager to learn. I have actors all over the world that tell me they listen and they absorb so much from everybody I have on. And the reason I do it is so we could get more information. To, yeah. You know, so for the people that are just starting, Three things
2: you got to get into a really good class. Okay. Um. Don't think that you have to get an agent right away. Every actor yeah. who's starting is like, oh, I have to get an agent. I'm like, no, because what kind of agent are you going to get if you're just, just starting out? Like it's different if you're going through school, right? And mm-hmm. we get people who just graduate, right? Mm-hmm. Or if you're a kid and you're five and we grab you because <laughs> like, oh my God, right? I, that, we've done that. But if it doesn't, if getting an agent, if you're not grabbed up right away, don't rush to get an agent and also don't rush to be SAG. So get that's
1: that's
0: where I am different than you in that. But yeah, I mean, not to rush, but if you have the opportunity, I say. Oh, well, if you have the opportunity, do it. But
2: what I find is that actors start like doing a lot of extra work or they start doing things just to mm. so become SAG because they yeah. think that if they become SAG, all of a sudden an agent will want them mm. or they'll be able to book. And I'm telling you, any agent or manager worth their salt can get a non-union actor their their union card very easily. Yeah. So I never had a problem yeah. bringing on someone non-union and getting them a SAG job. It's right. it's not hard. I, I have never said to anyone, well, I won't be able to get you work until your union. A lot of people say it.
0: A lot of people it's say not, it.
2: It's so not true.
0: Oh, it interesting.
2: drives me crazy. See, that's what I always thought too. I always
0: thought, well, what is the big deal? It's not a big deal. Is it just paperwork? Is, does the does the casting office get fined to, to Taft-Hartley? No, they
2: do have to, they, they have to uh, Taft-Hartley, which... Is a little bit of paperwork, and they have to explain why they are hiring someone who is non-union instead of someone who's union. Got it. But that actor earned that spot. They did everything that the union person did. Mm-hmm. They went in, they did their job, and legitimately, because of their work, they were chosen. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So if if I take a uh, take a flyer on a non-union person because I believe in them and I think they're really good, I'm gonna be able to get them in. I mean, for whatever, a lead in the film, a guest star, they don't have to start out as a co-star. And if they are legitimately the best actor for the job, not being SAG, is not going to stop them from being hired.
0: And you Really? You don't think so? So many people say that it's just so hard that they're going to pick the person that's in the union before the person that's not. Not if that person legitimately is
2: better than the other one. Yeah. And especially if it's a very important role. Now... The caveat is for small little co-stars, they
1: mm-hmm.
2: don't want to have to tap tartly something. Mm-hmm. So yes, sometimes uh, I'm going to say the percentage is so low, like 5% of the breakdowns that come mm-hmm. out, maybe mm-hmm. 10% of the breakdowns uh-huh. that come out say we have to hire a SAG person for this job. But if, if I saw a breakdown like that, it was maybe like once every two weeks or mm-hmm. something, it was theatrically now commercially sometimes it's different but again the percentage of breakdowns that come out that say we have to hire a SAG actor for this is so small that it's not worth
0: rushing to get SAG because you will be disappointed yeah I I agree on that I agree on that you got to train you got to feel really good and then do the necessary steps and I think doing extra work is incredibly draining to your soul
2: yeah yeah I also feel like just because you're SAG is not changing your reel. So like when I said- Okay, say- okay wait, 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 Let me just
0: ask that really quick. So we just talked about, you know, don't rush to be SAG. Now let's talk about that reel for a second and what needs to be on it. And are are you in agreement or how do you feel about just having, you know, not paying a studio to do those fake reels? I hate those fake reels. Thank you. That's why I love you. Thank you. I think they're-
2: and I don't want to ruin anyone's business
0: for it, but the work is usually terrible. The writing's usually bad, and it's um, not as good as just doing a scene that you worked on in class.
2: Yeah, I, I, I am a big proponent of saying no to those things. I did, uh, I, I just said that on my Instagram the other day, and somebody sent me a scene, and it wasn't bad. It was probably one of the better ones that I've seen. Mm. And I was like, you know, this isn't this one. This one isn't bad, but they had done a scene that was very much like abbott elementary Mm. which is like shaky camera and very kind of improv-y and i was like but this scene lends itself to that Mm. most of those places put cheesy music i can tell in a second if it's one of those real places and and i remember a really good actress um sent me her reel and she had she was the lead in a couple of things and then all of a sudden in her in her thing she had one of these scenes. Mm. And I was like, will you please take that out of your yeah. reel? Yeah. I'm, it just ruined your entire reel. Uh, it sort of is jolting. It sort of is like, it just kind of takes you out. It takes me out. And then and then I'm going to say something horrible. All it shows is that you have money to pay. Mm. It, so I think what's really impressive is mm-hmm. when an actor either produces their own thing mm-hmm. Or they show me that they've been hustling and they've been booking their own work. Because what you want an agent to see is that, look, this person is a commodity that can be sold. Mm -hmm. And the way you prove that, if you haven't gotten snatched up right away, because again, there's, everybody's got a different path. Some people get picked up right away. If you haven't been picked up right away and you, you hustle, I am a big proponent. Hustle, 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 train, submit your stuff, go out hustle. for everything you can and create a reel that way, right? Wait, or, let me ask you. So-
0: okay, go, go ahead. Or, or
2: produce your own thing. I took someone in over, over COVID and this kid wrote, directed, produced just one scene. They were in one setup and it was brilliant. He reminded me of Sam Jackson. He Amazing. had levels. I was blown away by this tape. Amazing. And he did it all himself, right? There was no cheesy music in the background. Right, right. But, and I was like, whoa, like that kid, right? And that's what you want. And and I feel like when I see those scenes, I'm like, so you have $500
0: to go pay someone. It's more than that, but. Is it?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think it's disgusting. So let me ask you this: So if people don't write and produce their own thing, because I have people just put in clips from class that they've done, they're cute little one minute, and it it shows the work and it shows your essence. So do you see tapes like that, or do you it's feel t- like? Do you mean like it's a self tape? Yeah, like a self tape. Yeah, I think.
2: Look, here's the, here's really how what I tell people who are here. yeah, you have to start where you are. Yeah. So stop trying to be somewhere else than where you are. Embrace mm-hmm. the fact that you're new. There is um there's a magic in that, right? Mm-hmm. And so if all you have is a self-tape that's that you think is representative of your best work, mm-hmm. use that self-tape. Yeah. Don't don't try and trick us by paying $500 to have somebody tape something for you. We, we see right through that.
0: Agree. 1 million percent.
2: So just be where you are and realize you're on a journey, right? It's a long path. It's hopefully going to be for the rest of your life. Yeah. If you are meant to, I'm getting chills. Ah! If If you are meant to do this, because not everybody is right. If you are meant to, be one of the people who make a living at this. You're going to be doing it for the rest of your life. And you have plenty of time to amass a reel as you grow with your training, as you you grow, your the parts will grow with you. And eventually you will be like, wow. And you'll be able to look back and say, look, look at all that work I did. That's amazing. Yeah.
0: yeah you yeah. know,
2: I'm an artist and I look back at the work that I did and I'm like, wow, did... Did it all sell? No, but a lot of it did. Yeah. You know, but I've never tried to be
0: anywhere, but where I'm at. So you're basically saying, take your time with, like, I always tell people to be courteously aggressive and go for it a hundred percent, Yeah, but don't, but don't, don't jump over steps basically to before you're ready.
2: Listen, one of the things that everybody loves about a really good actor is that they're like this. They sit back and -hmm. they're confident,
1: right? Mm -hmm. And
2: the way you are that way is because you are fully integrated in who you are in the moment. Yeah. And if you somehow feel insecure about who you are in the moment and you're trying to be something else, Mm -hmm. we will think you're inauthentic. Mm. You will feel inauthentic, even yeah. if you feel like you're pulling it off in the room, it's just not going to, it's not going to connect. The best thing is to, for somebody who who just knows who they are and they connect with you with who they are and you're sitting back and you just know deep in within your soul that this is what you are meant to do. And you're not trying to prove anything.
0: Yeah, 100%. And it's different these days because I remember when I was an actress, you'd get called in and you, and your first read and you connect with the casting. And I would always come in with my crazy fun stories of travel, wherever I was doing, and you really get an essence and they get an essence of you. Yeah. So unfortunately you cannot do that anymore. No, I know. So that just has to happen in the work. And I, I know, and I feel for actors so much because you want that you know you want to break through that screen and like can i hug you can i just like let's hang out for a second like in the old days oh yeah. my gosh you know they used to have well they still probably do casting director workshops and stuff you know yes. so i remember when i did my very first one with Tammy Billick
1: oh
0: <laughs> most people won't even know who she is amazing human being it was 10 dollars yeah it was like 15 of us and then we all went out for drinks and hung out and we bonded. It's yeah. such a different world.
2: It is a different world. And I do feel bad for my older actors who miss those days, you know? Oh. And I know that, you know, look, I've been talking to a lot of casting directors and they miss it too, because yes. that, that is their job. Their Their job is to redirect and to help the actors get the job. Yes. And it's very difficult for them to do that now you know luckily i have had some act some casting directors who will call and they're they're like let me have a session with her i want her to retape but i want to give her notes first like that's amazing it is rare rare. that's rare but that's very rare it's very rare but if your actor is the right one and the casting director gets their feeling right they're like listen Give me their number i want to call them and Absolutely. i want to give them notes you know that's so, so it does happen and they're and casting directors really really are rooting for you like they really want you to be the answer they really do and
0: and and actors get afraid of that that name or something yeah. like they're judging you but they're really rooting for your energy to be the right energy that's going to service the bigger picture
2: I find that actors also they put everybody like on this pedestal.
0: Yes. I did I, it when I was an actor. I, I did, did too. I you did. Know, too. You can't help it but when now that we're both on the other side, you see like, "Oh my god, what a waste of energy." Yeah. Cuz it's all the same. We're yeah. just in different aspects we, you know, of the business.
2: Yeah. I I mean, I think that that's one of the issues in life as well. It's like everybody's on this hamster wheel. Right. And yeah. if you just jump off the hamster wheel,
1: yeah, it's
2: really like, like, you know, I had stage three C ovarian cancer. I almost died. What? I didn't yeah. even know this. Well, that's okay. one of the reasons that I merged, right? Because oh. I, the stress level of owning your own company is just crazy intense. Right. And so, um, but I almost, uh, yeah, I almost lost my life. And so now One of the questions I ask myself all the time is, am I going to regret this if I don't do it or am I going to regret this if I do it? You know? And and so I always feel like when you're on the hamster wheel, you're missing, you're missing your life.
0: You're missing the moments.
2: (laughs) You're missing the moments. And, and, and it is true. Like in acting, if you're not present, you're not really acting. And if you're not present in your life, you're not really living. And so I feel like the same lessons that you teach actors, they should be using on the other side of it when they're not acting.
0: A hundred percent. It's the same thing. You need to have life experiences and you need to know yourself inside and out in order to sculpt and create the character. Because at the end of the day, even though it's in those imaginary circumstances, plus your personalization, it's your truthful energy. That's your authenticity. What makes you, you. Yeah. The quirky part the sad part, the, you know, dominating part, all of it, you know, so for different characters.
2: Yeah. What do you think about, cause I've been hearing this quite a bit and I had, I had a casting director. I-, I saw one of her posts today and she was talking about how it costs money to be an actor. Like yes, that is the truth of it. It's, it costs money to have a professional acting career. And, um, there are a couple of people who I keep hearing on, um, social media and they keep talking about how um, it's exclusionary and how it's um, uh, uh, it's privilege to take an acting class. What? Yeah. Yeah. There's a a quite a bit of that going around and I don't understand.
0: I don't even understand what that means. I feel like you have to invest in your career to get better in your career. You don't have to, it's your, it's your choice to be in an acting class or not. I don't understand. What does that mean? I
2: don't really feel like it's a choice. Like, I think it's a necessity. I feel it's like going to college. And I think that there is this attitude right now of um, people who are like, well, but I can't afford it. And I'm like, but then you can also, but then... If you want to act, you, if you want to be a doctor, you have to go to, you have to go to school, you yeah. know, if you want to be a ballet dancer, you have to train. If you want to be a pro basketball player, you have to have a coach and you have to train.
0: But that's part of the mindset because there's, they're taking the easy way out and just complaining by saying that, because there's a will, there's a way, you know, don't buy $7 a day at Starbucks and then you'll have enough money for an acting class, you know, right. month, you know, right. So I don't even understand that comment. I think that's just someone being negative. It's not
2: someone. It's a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. thing. I see a lot of people saying it. And a lot of, there's a couple of brand new casting directors who are also saying it. And so I, they don't cast big things, mostly non-union, but I see them saying it. I'm like, this is dangerous for our business because I really do feel like, I mean, I remember when I started and- I didn't have money to see the shows at Pacific Residence. So I said, give me a broom. Can I sweep the floor? Yes.
0: yes. Like, there you are work study here. You can give work and exchange and yeah, there's a will is a way. I don't know who's saying that. I've never heard it. I don't even, you know, I can't, I can't get into that because. It's negative. Yeah, It's negative and it doesn't feed in any capacity. You know, I oh. give so much every day to so many people. Yeah. And that I have to, I have to feel like I have to stay on that higher energy level to help, you know, support all these people. And, yeah. and because I care so much, just like you do because you yeah. so much, you know, but here's
2: the other thing that people don't understand about an acting class is I'd say all the time, you're going to learn the most from your fellow actors. Oh yeah. So you find a class where the work is so good that you're scared. Like it scares you a little bit because when you play tennis with someone who's better than you, they're upping your game, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So go into a class with people who you're like, holy mackerel. And then also you are going to learn about the business side of acting from your fellow actors in the class. So uh, you're going to learn.
0: Yeah. We talk about business all the time. Yeah. It's really important because you can be in classes, but if you don't know the business side, you need to know everything. You need to be that good artist, but you need to know how the business works and you need to, to know how to participate in it. Yes.
2: I have a, a really wonderful actress, a client, and she was a commercial client because she was like a model and mm-hmm. we were really, really going to class and really right. intense about learning. And she said to me, she wanted to find a manager. and uh, she started asking me questions and I said, what class are you in? Mm. I can tell you're not in the right class because of the questions that you're asking me, Ah, uh. because you're not surrounded by people who you could say, Hey, can I see your submission? Yeah. How did you get your agent. Yeah. You know, if you're in a good class, those are the things that are going to be flying around class. Let me see what, how you submit
0: it. Did- it's in a healthy environment because in, in, in our community here, it's really, you know, we help each other and it's a a positive community, but there are places where it's not that. So people like, oh, you can't touch mine, you know, and then they'll, you'll take it away from me. So we don't fly like that. You know what I mean? So you have to, yeah, you have to have that discussion on a constant basis and everyone helps each other.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And that's how you find your people. I mean, I think that if you're in a class like that, you haven't found your people because, When you are in, when you're surrounded by your people, you're going to feel supported Yeah, and like you're learning and you can't wait to go to class and you can't wait to hear or watch somebody else do their scene because you're going to learn so much. You know, I just think that's what you have to investigate. And there's so many teachers, right? Yes. So many agents.
0: There's so many managers. And there's so much opportunity by that. By that yes. statement, So, and for actors out there, like if you have to drop somebody, which I'm sure you've had to do among the years and I'm sure yeah. it'll make you happy. But instead of the actor feeling like, Oh my God, my life's falling apart. One door closes and another door opens. And- I
2: would, I always say like, you don't want to like pe- when I would talk to people about it, I would be like, I, I wish that I was the right agent for you. I wish I was, mm-hmm. but I'm not getting you out. Yeah, It's not connecting. And I think you're so amazing. And it would be, it's, it's kind of like when you're in a relationship and you're not having sex. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and they just stay together because it's convenient. Yeah. And It's like, no, you need to release those people so they can go out and they can find their person, you know, and I wish I was everyone's person, but I'm not.
0: Yeah, no, you're, yeah, that's right. Cause you're just human. And sometimes it works, it doesn't. I had an actor recently who got dropped by his manager and agent at the same time. But guess what happened? I was like, okay, let's go. Yeah. Dedicated. He's been with me. I help those who stick by, you know, I mean, they're part of the community. And within a week, he had a new agent and manager better than what he had prior. Yeah. So, you know, it just, you got to keep the flow.
2: You have to remember that, you know, anytime somebody gets to, when I hear somebody gets divorced, Mm -hmm. I always say, congratulations. Yeah. (laughs) Now you have the rest of your life, right? And so that's how you should look at those types of situations because you don't want to be with someone who doesn't want to be with
1: you. Yeah.
2: So you're like, oh, thank you yeah, for releasing me.
0: Now I get to go and build it even better. Yes. You know, that's, what's important about that, that mindset, because it's so easy for actors to go, oh, you just stabbed me in the heart and it's going to take a year for this wound to, you know, to heal. Yeah. You can't do that. It's got it. You got to stay on the move. Yeah. You got to stay on the move. Someone doesn't like you. Okay. Next. Yeah. Believe me, there's people out there. Someone's going to like you. Someone's not going to like you. It doesn't matter. You just have to like yourself. And, and it happens
2: at every stage of your career. 100%. People, people think that, oh, if I just get that series regular, everything's going to be great. No, yeah. no, you just, it all, you're always, you're always growing. You never reach the final, right? right. Yeah. You're always growing. So you're yeah. always going to be evolving and like, oh my God, oh my God, hear this and this. And so I just feel like, you know, to be able to keep yourself, again, it's a psychological uh, life that we live, mm-hmm. and we've got to be every day above ground. We are so lucky. Yes. And to be able to have the emotional capacity to explore acting is a beautiful thing. Oh. And- and every time you get called to the party at an audition, it's like, I get to
0: act today with someone else. Oh my God. Yeah. Like how amazing is that? So amazing. But we're passionate people, but all actors should feel the passion that we feel. And most of them do actually. Most of them all like, are, are really, really, you know. Yeah. You have to want it in your soul. Okay, so I'm sidetracking. So don't rush to get in SAG. Stay in a good acting class. And then when you feel secure, maybe have some tapes. Maybe you'll get a job that will begin your reel. And research, research managers and agents, do you suggest that? Talk always. to the actors. Tell me. Yes.
2: The worst, one of the what we talk about it all the time and we send we send submissions to each other. We're like, did you get this one? You know, and a lot of times actors are sending the exact same thing. Sometimes they forget to change the name. Oh, it's all just thing. I always say. Short and sweet, research them, put something personal in there. Why are you choosing that person? It would be like, you know, it would be like trying to get a date and sending the same email to 50 yeah. people.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, like- no, I, I think short and sweet. Yeah, just a couple and- sentences. That's said, it. Even I saw your thing on Instagram, I freaking vibed. Let's have a meeting. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. I, I think it has to be real and casual. All these oh, real and casual.
2: It's like, and then people trying to say I'm the mix of this actor and this actor. It's like don't do that. Oh. Like, don't do. not do not do our job for us.
0: Yeah. Again, okay, that's it's good like, information. That is good information to yeah, hear. Yeah.
2: Don't say I'm like if so and so and so and so had a baby. If I tell you how many people email that to me, yeah. and I'm like, why, why, why don't you let me? use my imagination. I
0: might've come up with something even better than that.
2: Right. Yes. And maybe you don't
0: see that. And then you're like, wait, I don't see that. So then I you don't know who you are. So no.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just think, you know, I don't know. I, I also, I find that a lot of times when actors are talking to me in the clubhouse room, I find that a lot of their, um, questions are downward facing questions right or hmm. they're downward facing statements about, about example oh my agent isn't getting me called out.
1: Oh yes
2: I I can't book a job yeah. I'm getting called back but I'm not booking. I'm like okay, we need to change the language and yes. I so I think it's so important for actors to really listen to mm-hmm. what they're saying to themselves and about themselves. Agree. You know, and I can always, I, I said it just Tuesday. I, I was listening to several people and I'm like, I can just hear it in your tone. You know, I can hear, I can hear it in the language that you're using. Like yeah. the, the way to draw things in is to have your arms open and to be head up, like every, like even when Lift I'm saying. up, heart
0: muscle up, heart yeah. muscle
2: up. And even as I'm talking, I'm lifting, right? Yeah. But when people are saying negative things, everything
0: is down.
2: And And, and then what
0: it does is depletes your energy. And, you know, I'm not a religious person, but I'm about the universe energy out there. And that negativity just, it just makes people not show up for you. Yeah. When you adjust that mentally, it's just a weird thing that happens. And the phone's going to ring or your cell phone's going to go off and more opportunities will happen. I don't know what it is, but I do believe in that.
2: It's I, I would always know because an actor of mine, all of a sudden, like maybe they didn't have auditions for a couple of weeks. And then all of a sudden, one day, mm. five calls came in. And anytime that happened, I would call my actor mm. and I would say, what are you doing? Mm. Because something just shifted. I agree. And yeah. they would either, they either just got a divorce or their husband just went on Prozac or they <laughs> just finished their book. Or they just started a new class, or they just sat down to start looking at headshot photographers. Yeah. Something positive in their life. Yeah,
1: yeah. And
2: I and and it was nothing that I did,
0: you know. Right. Right. And then, and you were somebody, just doing your job. You were doing your thing. You were pitching and doing what you believed in.
2: For the same, like the same five auditions that just came in, I submitted them three weeks ago for the same yeah. mom. Doctor. And, they, and they didn't get called in for that. They didn't get called in. Right. Right. So uh, actors always think like they, they write an email to their agent or they call their agent. And then like literally an hour later, they get an audition and they think that we did it because of what they did. But no, we submitted on that before they called. And it was their call. It was their energy. Yes. It was their connecting
1: yes.
2: that made that whole shift happen. I, I tell you, like, I'm spiritual as well, but I'm not crazy spiritual, right? No, me either. That's the only thing I believe in. <laughs> right. But I'm like, I'm, but I'm, I'm, this is very woo 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 right? But I'm not like, you know, over here lighting incense every day. No. And day. I'm not a hiker and I don't do yoga anymore, but I am telling you, I have done this for 25 years and energy in this
0: business is everything. 1 million percent agree. Like I could scream. I, that's it. Yeah.
2: And I have countless, countless, countless uh, stories that I can tell you that, that exemplify that because there's and, no other way to explain it.
0: Yep. I, I agree 100%. And it's actors out there listening. It's your job to shift that energy. Yeah. And it's okay to be in that negative energy because we're human. We all yeah. get down sometimes. Yes. Yeah. It's about shifting it out, coming out of it as quickly right. as possible. Right, right. You have been so amazing. I want to end this because we've spoken for an hour and I love <laughs> it, we can hang out and we're friends because of my neighbor, Nancy. yeah, Nancy's exactly. getting a shout out and she's an amazing human being. Um, and uh, what are the, okay. I want to end it with three pieces of positive advice that you could just throw out there. If you were to say to actors, just three things even if, if nothing comes That's fine too, but what would it be?
2: Every day, do something that scares you. Great. Every day, reach out to someone and try and shine a light on somebody else's life. Mm. And every day, do one thing that makes you fall in love with acting, whether it's reading a play, or calling a friend and going for a walk and talking about Shakespeare or, you know, just one thing, going to class, just every day, something that moves you with
0: your art. Mm, that is so beautiful. Thank you so much for coming on. I hope everyone absorbs this and everyone out there, stay courteously aggressive and go for your dreams.
2: Yay! And follow me on Beth. Oh, say it again.
0: Say it again. Say it again. Oh, I
2: was going to say, follow me on Beth Stein Agency on Instagram because I give lots of inspirational stuff. So
1: good. High give five. It, giving. High five. High five. Goodbye. High goodbye. And we're out.